You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily. PJ Glasser, Jim Rodriguez here with you. Final segment of our number one. We're going to do off the board shortly. But uh, our producer Mario brought up something good that I was watching yesterday, J-Rod. Have you turned into that uh, full swing Netflix documentary yet? Dude, you guys have turned me on to that. I got to get into that stuff. You know, I, it sounds amazing. And and obviously your your, your Brooks Kepka comments are, got me really uh, hooked on this now. Yeah, it was good. The way they're breaking it down. So the first episode is like Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. Second episode was Brooks Kepka and Scotty Scheffler. Those are the only two I've watched so far. But they're kind of breaking it into players and talking about their stories. And so far, it's, it's pretty good, man. Yeah, man. Tell you what, it, it better be good. My, my Netflix keeps going up, so I better get some good programming on there. Damn it. <laughs> Exactly. They keep they keep driving up that price, J Rod. They Every want that I get money, an email man. From Netflix, I'm like, what now? What do you? What, okay, the day the day they they start doing NFL playoff games and forget it, you know, forget it. Remember when Blockbuster was a thing? I mean, you go to the store, get the video, and now Netflix is king. Dude, I, I remember I remember a buddy of mine. You know, up until maybe a year ago, two years ago, you know, old timer. He was still getting the DVDs from Netflix. And until Netflix finally said, all right, that's enough. We're not, we're not doing this anymore. We're all going digital now. That's enough of that. But yeah, it was like you'd get two DVDs and you couldn't get any more till you returned it. And I don't know, maybe I've lived in Miami too long. I was like, man, there's no way I'm trusting that, that, that I would have received the DVDs or that you got them back to send me another one. So I like the digital aspect of it. Yeah, it uh, Netflix, man, they got some good new shows on there. So make sure you check that out. Full Swing was really good. Only two episodes in. Let's do Off the Board, though, J-Rod. And let's start. I don't know if you saw this. Juju Smith-Schuster went on Twitter, and he was taking shots at James Bradbury for holding him on Valentine's Day. A.J. Brown chipped in, was a good teammate, defended his guy. What would you think of this from Juju? Listen, it, it it always seems like it's the guys who do the least that say the most, right? You know, they're writing they're writing checks that somebody else has to cash. I mean, listen, Juju has been a a catastrophic disappointment in Kansas City. Although he did have a pretty good Super Bowl, seven catches, you know, for fifty three yards. That was the most catches he had had in a game since December eighteenth. He had three touchdowns all year. So you think to yourself. All right, Juju, enough. You know, I, I, I listen. I'm all for trash talking. 
I'm all for trash talking during games. I'm all for trash talking leading up to games. But I think I think you're out of bounds now once the game is over because you know it's sort of like that's how I it, I kind of use the boxing metaphor how guys will will insult each other and get after each other trying to sell the fight. But once the fight's over, then they hug it out and they're cool and they say, "Listen, this was all just to to, to get people into it." So I'm all for the trash talking. But once the once the game's over, that's enough. So I thought that was I thought it was in poor taste. It was funny, but it was in poor taste. Yeah, I thought it was a low blow, too. And I thought A.J. Brown made some good points. Juju is probably on his way out of the league if Mahomes didn't save him, right? And kind of riding his coattails. So I thought it was a low blow. Good for A.J. Brown stepping in. He was classy. He said congratulations, but, you know, don't go after my guy like that. So I appreciate it. It also that. shows you what they think of Bradbury, right? Because what, what, you know, the, the big thing I always tell people, if you want to see if, if a player is liked or disliked, is when something happens, if anybody rushes to defend them or, or if there's silence. So it was good to see how, how quickly they came to Bradbury's defense. Shows you he's a good guy in the clubhouse. Yeah, no, that's a, good, that's a really good point. What would you think about that holding call, by the way? I don't know if we've touched on that. You know, it's a penalty. It's a penalty. Like, I, I've never understood. Uh, and I, listen, and granted, I had the Chiefs. I had the points, whatever. But I've never understood how you say, well, the last two minutes of the game, you shouldn't call a penalty. Why? It's a penalty. You know, yeah, it was ticky-tack, but it's a penalty. You know, I, I, here's my solution. Don't hold. Don't commit a penalty. And it won't get called. I, I've never understood that. Okay, well, we'll call it in the first quarter, but we won't call it in the fourth quarter. Because now you're asking the referees to sit there and say, okay, well, listen, it's the Super Bowl. It's a three-point game. It's a tie game. Oh, there's under two minutes. No, now you're asking them to actually affect the game. You don't want that. You want them to be almost robotic. If that's a penalty, you throw a flag. That's it. So I, I, I've never understood that argument. Yeah, you know what? It sucks when it happened. We'd love to have seen Jalen Hurts, you know, try to get a two-minute offense to try to win the game or tie it. But it was a penalty. Don't hold. J-Rod, I totally agree with your logic. The only thing is that if you remember earlier in that game, I think it was the second quarter, Juju got held and they didn't call it. So I think that's I why people are so upset, right? Is because they didn't call that. And then in that situation, when clearly it was third down, they were getting ready to kick a field goal, then you call it. But you're right. I was a baseball umpire for a season, and the one thing I was taught, call your strike zone the same from the first pitch to the last pitch. Be consistent. That's all coaches and players ask for is just be consistent. So because they didn't call that in the second quarter, I can see why Philly fans would be upset, although I agree with you, it's a hold, but because they didn't call it earlier, I thought it was rough yeah. that they called that late in the game. Sticking with the Chiefs, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Andy Reid said that nobody was allowed to watch the halftime performance of Rihanna or else they would have been benched. Good coaching by Andy Reid in your mind? Well, I think, listen, you're down 10, and they played like, you know, they didn't play very well. You were down 10 points. People forget that, that the Eagles had a 24-14 lead at half. They were being outplayed, and I think Andy wanted to send a message. I mean, well, you know, we all saw the images last year of Evan McPherson, the Bengals kicker, who was out at halftime watching Dr. Dre and Eminem and, 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 and Snoop performing. He was in full uniform watching the halftime show, and he got kind of crushed by his coaching staff. Uh, listen, are you there to watch a concert 
or are you there to play a game? You know, you know, maybe, maybe a bit, you know, I mean, I remember playing on, on, on my baseball team at high school and we got blown out and, you know, we weren't allowed to talk on the bus home. You know, he wouldn't let us shower. We, we, we had to wear our dirty uniforms all the way back home and no one could talk. No one could be on their, on their, on their headphones or anything like that. Sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta remind people what they're there for. So good for Andy. And you know what? He sounds smart because they won. Yeah, they did win. That's right. Uh, Hunter Dickinson called Wisconsin scumbags in their game against uh, the Badgers. What, what were your thoughts about this by Hunter? By the way, is there anything more Midwest than that insult? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I, I, th- I think only a guy from Michigan, you know, only a guy from Ohio, you know, only a guy from Michigan to to a guy from Ohio State would call somebody a scumbag. I mean, in Florida, it'd be a four-letter <laughs> word, probably in Spanish. In L.A., in New York, it would definitely be a four-letter word. But in, you know, the good, wholesome Midwest, you're a scumbag. I mean, that is as wholesome of an insult as I've ever heard in my life. I mean, obviously, it stems back to the to the near brawl. Juwan Howard had with Greg Gard during the handshake and everything like that. Listen, it's it's a rivalry, brother. It's it's a rivalry. A good and, and again, I'm all for I'm all for this. It, it builds everything up, and you know. And what happened the other day against Wisconsin? They lost. They Michigan ended up Michigan ended up losing, right? So I actually saw Hunter Dickinson play a bunch of games in high school at Dematha, which is big time private school for high school basketball. He's a chippy guy, man. He loves getting under the opponent's skin. He loves he loves firing up the opposing crowd. He'll give you one of these, you know. He'll try and pump you up. He he'll get chippy with players. Like he thrives off that stuff. I was watching the Wisconsin Michigan game, and he was talking about how, or the announcers were talking about when Hunter does that. He told them that's his way of staying like motivated, keeping himself in the game, so he does it for himself. But. I just think this is, you know, too far. Like, let your talking do on the court. You don't need to do all this on social media and all that. So, so Hunter like Dickinson, scum- though, man. Go ahead. Midwest insult. Is scumbag above jerk or jerk above scumbag? I think scumbag's a little above jerk. I think so. It's a little above jerk? Right. Yeah, I think so. And loser? What, like, you're a loser. You're a loser. I would you're say scumbag, scumbag jerk, jerk, loser. Scumbag, jerk, loser. All right. Maybe loser, lose, jerk at the bottom. Let's put it this way. Number I, two. I grew up in L.A. and I live in Miami. I have never used any of those three words in terms of an insult. Again, only in the Midwest. God bless us all. Yeah, I, I don't. I never use scumbag. I don't know about the other two. I don't think I've ever used those as well. 
Last one, J-Rod. Pat Mahomes is so superstitious that he has worn the same pair of red underwear for every NFL game that he has played in. So my question to you, do you think opposing teams will have somebody go into the locker room before the game and, you know, try and snip those that pair of underwear or something? I mean, was it, wasn't it Nuke Lelouch in Bull Durham that would wear women's underwear as, as sort of good luck there to try to, to try to change his luck? It was like a slump buster. And, and by the way, this was Chad Henney who just retired, who gave up the goods on a podcast. It was Chad Henney who said, oh, yeah, he wears these, this red underwear. Uh, and, and good journalism, I needed to know, are these boxers? Are these briefs? Is it a thong? I mean, what's, what's going on with this? I guess my first question is, Chad, why are you looking at the man's underwear? Or is, or is Mahomes just letting it fly over there in, in, in the locker room? You know, I, isn't there a commercial? Didn't Mahomes have a commercial where he didn't wash one of his shirts or something and, and the fan passed out? There are so many questions here, so many things to, to, to happen here. Uh, but, you know, athletes are, are, are creatures of habits. And, and red underwear for Patty Mahomes, oh, good, good for him. Although, yeah, I would, I would imagine they'd have to be washed, right? I would imagine. Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. They are creatures of habit. Were you ever a superstitious guy growing up playing sports or even as a fan? See, I, was, I wasn't good enough to be superstitious when, when, when I played. You know, <laughs> I was happy that I was in the lineup. But no, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Like when I'm watching a game, especially maybe if, maybe I've got some money on it. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll be sitting on, on, on the couch here and things are going well. Maybe I'll get up and I'll sit on the other side of the couch, you know, or I'll sit in the love seat. Or maybe I'll stand up and watch the game. But I, well, the one thing, I guess, I never eat and watch a game. I, really? I eat during the commercial. Once the game starts, especially if I've got money on it, once the game starts, I'm never eating. So I'll eat during the breaks or the commercials or in timeouts. So even if you're at, like, a baseball game, you won't have a hot dog during. You'll wait until they go into the not dugout. If I've got, not if I've got cash on it. No way. Interesting. No just way. can't stomach it, right? You can't stomach it, literally. I had a bad beat once, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. That's it for hour number one. Hour number two on the way next. PJ Glasser, Jim Rodriguez, BetQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. <laughs> 